You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Hoosier fans? It is Wednesday, September 1st. The calendars have turned over and we have moved one more step closer to Saturday's game. I am your host as always, Jacob Brood. This is obviously Locked on Hoosiers, your daily source for IU Athletics news. Thank you guys for making this part of your day. We're going to try to give you a little bit of a shorter show today so that we can get you out of here a little quicker. The last couple shows have run long and we try to keep this right around 30 minutes, actually a little under 30 minutes. So I want to make sure I'm not keeping you guys too long and making these shows longer and longer. So hopefully that number right beside... Uh, this podcast, when you clicked it, is under 30 because that's the goal today. Only a couple small things here and there to talk about for the Hoosiers today. So we're going to look at the schedule with uh, some motivation from an Indianapolis Star article. I'll be sure to give them a shout out here in a minute. But uh, take a look at the schedule, go through some uh, tidbits for IU football in the second segment, and then talk at the IU men's soccer team who had a game on Tuesday in the third segment. Uh, the NFL season is about to begin, and nobody covers it like the Lockdown Podcast Network. Going on right now through September 8th is Locked On's Ultimate Season Preview. They're taking you through every team, every division with the help of Odyssey's Ross Tucker and Jason LaConforna. Follow the Ultimate Season Preview 2021 feed on the Odyssey app or wherever you guys get your podcasts. As I said, it is going on right now. While you're over there, be sure to throw us a subscription as well if you haven't already. Uh, we're available wherever you guys get your podcasts. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Hoosiers. Follow us on Instagram at Locked on Hoosiers. As I said, a uh, little bit of motivation for this first segment today, actually the entire motivation to be honest, uh, came from an Indie Star article from Matt Cohen today. Be sure you guys are, uh, I want to throw them some love and support because the, the team they have covering IU football this season is terrific. Zach Osman, I'm sure everybody IU fan follows. Uh, Dustin Deporic, who is back, he's with the Bloomington Herald, but uh, they are all owned by Gannett, so he's in the Indy Star as well. And then they have some other people chipping in. Just a great team to cover IU football. Be sure you guys are showing them some love. But uh, Matt released a, a fun idea that I thought I would uh, take and give my own little spin on. It's IU's 2021 schedule breakdown, breaking them down into must-win, coin flip, and long shot sections. Don't want to reveal what he did. I want you guys to go take a look over there. My list is different than his as well, so be sure to head over there and take a look at his. But it's it's a pretty self-explanatory idea, breaking each uh, game into whether it's a must-win, a coin flip, or a long shot to win, trying to give you give a sense of uh, where the Hoosiers could finish this season and how this season might go. So I'm going to start with the must wins. Uh, they, I'm going to list them in chronological order. For the most part, this is a fairly simple uh, group of names. Obviously the two non-conference games being Idaho and Western Kentucky I don't suspect IU is going to have any problems with either one of those, and those are absolute must-win contests, obviously. When it comes to the Big Ten, I had four other names. So I have six must-wins, which we've talked a lot about what the expectations for this program is. 
I have six games to make us bowl eligible as must-win games. Uh, the first Big Ten game I have is Michigan State, which is I second Big Ten game after playing Penn State. Uh, Michigan State is still down in uh, the second year for Mel Tucker, so I suspect the Spartans will be better, but IU should still be winning that game. Also have Maryland on the list uh, after the Ohio State game. Another program that is uh, turning things around, Mike Loxley is there. They have some intriguing pieces, but I don't think enough to really give the Hoosiers too much to worry about. Uh, Then you're looking at Rutger, who is still pretty far away from being competitive. Uh, Another program, again, that has a newer coach in charge in Greg Schiano. New in terms of this tenure, obviously he's been there before. And then I have Purdue in the must-win section. Obviously, bucket games are and rivalry games are hard to predict, but Purdue is certainly down. It was a shame I didn't get to play them last year. Um, they have some talent. David Bell is going to be, I think, one of the top receivers in the Big Ten, but they don't have a ton of talent. And this is uh, an IU team that does have a ton of talent. I think that that game should be one they win pretty easily. So there's six must-wins. To me, there are four coin flip games, and this will basically determine what type of record Indiana has had. Some of these I've kind of went back and forth on. I predicted 9-3 and three for IU. I'm a little less certain about that. So if I were ranking these games, the easiest I would say of the coin flip games, uh, relatively speaking, I have Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota offensively, I think, is going to be really good this year. Uh, Tanner Morgan back there in the as a quarterback uh, should give them um, some stability. Mohamed, Mohamed Ibrahim is going to be one of the best offensive and best overall players in the Big Ten this season. The questions are going to be for them defensively. By the time IU plays them, it is going to be the penultimate week of the season. IU should certainly have things figured out by then, uh, but so should Minnesota. Coin flip might be a little... Um, harsh maybe. I think this is the easiest of those coin flip games, but I think Minnesota is going to be pretty decent this year. SP Plus has them actually right now ranked ahead of Indiana. I don't believe that, but that gives you a sense of how good Minnesota is. Uh, to me, the next game that would be a coin flip game would be that Michigan game. Uh, they Michigan is still down. The only reason I have this as a coin flip game uh, and not a uh, must-win game, I think talent-wise, Indiana is better than Michigan. Playing in a fully packed big house, which I assume that place is going to be, is going to be tough. Uh, We saw last season Indiana was able to take advantage of a Michigan team that is down. Again, this is another game that is going to take place late in the season. So you would think Indiana would have a full grasp on things at that point. And maybe things have gone awry for Michigan at that point in the season. It's really hard to tell. But uh, this is another one that I, I I wouldn't be surprised if Michigan's pretty far down and out of it by this point in the season. That game is on November 6th. It could end up being a must-win game. Uh, there's a little bit of uh, wiggle room there with Michigan. I think there's a pretty big jump to these next two games. The next four games are the four toughest games for IU. Two of them I have in the coin flip bracket. Two of them I have in the long shot bracket. You might be able to determine which ones, but 
We will talk more about that here in just a moment. It's that time of year again and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest, open now at BetOnline. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 100% welcome bonus using promo code LOCKEDON. Also, be sure to take advantage of the opening day super promo where you make a bet on Thursday, September 9th, season opener between the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up using promo code NFL100. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. So I think you guys can probably figure out the final four teams I have on this list. One of them is we're going to play in uh, three days at this point. Uh, and honestly, I think that would be the next team on my list is Iowa as a coin flip game. Uh, I've gone a little bit back and forth on this game. I think talent wise, Indiana has the upper hand. I think opening on the road at Iowa is a tough task for this bit for this uh, Indiana team. Excuse me. It's a tough task for any team to win at Iowa. And that is the only reason I'm really kind of hesitant about this game. If this were a game in late October, mid to late October or later, I would probably put this. I don't think I'd ever go a must win. I'd put this much lower in the coin flip bracket, but right now I'm still uncertain about it. I could see this going either way. Uh, if IU wins this game, we're off to a great start this season and ton of optimism. Last game I have in the coin flip bracket, and you could probably make a case it might be in the, the long shot. That might be a little too much, but Cincinnati. It IU got kind of lucky with uh, how this scheduling worked out, with scheduling this game so far in advance. Cincinnati is a top 10 team in the nation, and IU is potentially going to be right there with them. If they win that Iowa game, they win against Idaho, a uh, couple upsets maybe in the top half of the uh, rankings and the Indiana is right there right next to Cincinnati. So there's a good chance this could this is probably going to be a top 15 game, maybe even a top 10 game by the time September 8th rolls around. Much for the reason that I was uncertain about the Iowa game, this game being in Bloomington is huge for Indiana and that is why I keep this in the coin flip bracket. This is going to be a really intriguing contest, I think, and uh, it's going to tell a lot about this Hoosier team and how serious they are this season because that's a home game against a top 10 opponent, a non-conference opponent. That's a big test. I think there are going to be a lot of eyes on that game. That's going to be a big test for the Hoosiers. The two long shots, definitely the lesser of the two is Penn State. Again, I'm putting a lot of weight into home and away games this year. I think without having fans last year, uh, the the stands and the fans this season are going to be wild, especially in the bigger games. And IU is going to be a bigger game this year. That's the kind of responsibility that comes with having that little number next to your name each Saturday. 
So if we're talking about a potential whiteout for Penn State, <laughs> winning against a, a Penn State team at night is about as daunting a task as it comes in the Big Ten. And that's why I would put this in the long shot bracket. I would be stunned if the Hoosiers win this game because you're also talking about a Penn State team that was a bit embarrassed last season by the Hoosiers. How many times do you think they've seen Michael Penix's reach for the goal line? How angry and how many times do you think they've argued that he was down before the goal line? So this is going to be a motivated Penn State team, potentially at night, um, even if it's not a, a, in a packed Happy Valley. Uh, that It's going to be a tough, tough game. And then obviously the biggest long shot on the schedule for the Hoosiers is Ohio State. Yes, it'll be in Bloomington, but this is an Ohio State team that, as always, has college football playoff aspirations, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a tall task. Another team IU has their full attention this season after last season, so uh, I there's no sne- sneaking up on Penn State or Iowa this year. They're going to be fully prepared for the Hoosiers this season. As I said at the top of the show, not a ton in terms of. IU football news, uh, just some small things here and there. So we're, we're going to touch base on a couple different things here real quick. First off, uh, not that any of this was particularly surprising, but some special team stuff announced today. Obviously, Charles Campbell is your kicker. We talked about him. Going to be one of the best in the Big Ten. James Evans is your starting punter, who is not just new to Indiana, new to the sport of football. Dustin Deporic had a another good piece uh, for the Herald Times today on him and his journey to learn the rules of football, to be honest. So interesting um, to see that from him, but a very talented player as he still kind of learn, learns the rules. Reese Taylor will be the starting punt returner. I expect DJ Matthews will get a fair shake at some returns as well. Um, definitely kick returns, but We talked about Reese Taylor in Tuesday's episode, and uh, at one point, IU was just looking to get him the ball. He's still an electric player. will be uh, exciting to see him on the ball anytime he gets it this season. More of a fun and kind of lighthearted story today, for those that may have missed it. Tom Allen donated, there was no exact amount, a, a substantial amount of money, I believe was the wording in the press release, to Franklin College, D3 College. In honor of his father, it's actually a really cool story. Taking this story straight from the press release, it says strength training began at the college in 1958 when Tom Allen Sr., a member of the football team, went to then head coach Stuart Red Fought and persuaded him to, quote, get a little bit of weight training equipment for their training facility, the barn, now known as their fitness center. <laughs> the, in- the equipment included a bale of hay and some concrete blocks. Thus, Tom Allen Sr. was responsible for the first weight training effort on the Franklin campus, and Tom Allen Jr. today was announced gave uh, the program enough money to build a state-of-the-art weight room on campus to continue the family legacy. Really, really cool from Tom Allen Jr. to uh, dedicate that in memory of his father and his fa- to his father's alma mater. One last thing to touch on. For IU football, I actually missed this. I've already referenced SP+. I won't go too on, too on too much about it. But Bill Conley, the creator of it, released his win projections for the season based on uh, SP+. 
So the odds of Indiana finishing with zero to one losses is 0.5%, the lowest non-zero percentage in the Big Ten. Ohio State was 29%, Wisconsin 18 nobody else above 10%. The better news uh, is that the odds at at least six wins is 80% for the Hoosiers, which anytime you're 80% likely to go to a bowl game, if you're the Hoosiers, you take that and run. Now, that also, to give you an idea of where these projections are, Nebraska was at 74%. And for those that watched Nebraska last week, I could only sit through the first half. I Scott Frost may not finish the season there. Things you just love to see. Uh, but it's a shame he couldn't have IU on his schedule more this season. Indiana, based on the win projections, finished with an average of 6.8 wins. 4.5 of those in the Big Ten. Uh, the over-under for uh, Indiana is 7.5. The win projections had them hitting that 32% of the time. A little more on the pessimistic side, but if you're coming away with seven wins, again, that's probably the very baseline of a a successful season. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. That'll do it for IU football today. The other football, we have a lot of IU soccer news, including uh, an exciting game they played on Tuesday. So we will cover the rest of that in the final segment today. Before we do that, though, did you know that Built Bar has nine delicious flavors? When you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their faves. If you don't know Built Bar flavors, well, you're missing out. There's coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. There's all kinds of them. Any any flavor you could want. Uh, if you haven't tried the flavors, you're interested in trying a couple, get the mix box. We'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are they delicious, they're healthy as well. 17 to 18 grams of protein, 130 to 180 calories, 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. So you're looking at nine amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Uh, Hop on over there. Make sure you guys order today. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 and get your 15% off for your first order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Some good news for the Hoosier soccer team in multiple fronts on Tuesday. So before Tuesday's game, the Hoosiers moved to number one in the country in the latest polls. Marshall lost in the opening week to number 15, Vatek. I believe the final score in that game was 3-2. to two. Taking a look at Marshall's uh, schedule, play a little bit tougher schedule than the Hoosiers, mainly because they play a handful of ranked teams in non-conference play. They beat James Madison 6-1. to one. Well, at the time, James Madison was ranked number 21. I doubt they're the number 21 team this season, but they also have Akron coming up. Uh, technically, the University of Kentucky is a Conference USA game because the SEC doesn't have enough uh, teams to make a conference, but they have a handful of ranked games coming up. be interesting to see whether the Hoosiers and Marshall kind of bounce back and forth a bit this year, but... On the pitch, IU won 1-0 against Butler, second win over an Indiana rival on Tuesday. Beginning to look a little bit like last season's team in a, in a positive light. Uh, they absorbed some pressure early on, responded, eventually get a goal midway through the first half. Spencer Glass whips in a free kick that Joey Mayer heads off the post. There's some rebounds, couple saves by Butler's keeper. Mayer finally gets on the end of it and smashes it into the back of the net. 
that is the lone goal. Uh, there is a Roman Celentano made a handful of saves. There's a ball cleared off the line. Uh, strong defensive performance. Victor Bezerra still not available, though the good news for him, after the game, Coach Yeagley said he expects Bezerra to be back this weekend, which given how his injury looked on Friday against Notre Dame, that is great news because it was a little concerning. Uh, junior forward Ryan Wittenberg and midfielder Joe Schmidt both expected back as well. They did not play on Tuesday. More good news on the pitch is that Tommy Mahalich was named the Big Ten Player of the Week after the first season. That game against Notre Dame, he had two goals in his debut. He was also named to the top drawer soccer team of the week. He, on Tuesday, led IU in shots with five of their 15 shots. Been a big boost to the Hoosiers without Bezerra for three of the four halves they've played so far this season. So huge from Mahalik as he kind of steps into a void left by Bezerra. Will be exciting to see those two when they get going. Nice to see Spencer Glass involved in the goal kind of indirectly. He didn't get an assist, but he put it into the dangerous area. Uh, A lot of names that the Hoosiers are relying on stepping up in big moments. You'll have a couple times to watch the Hoosiers this weekend. Friday they play Creighton. Monday they play Xavier. Uh, Those games are both on Big Ten Plus if you guys have it. If not, head down to watch them if you haven't before. Ton of fun to see a game down there. The fans, fans, excuse me, were rowdy on Tuesday. Will be exciting to see a game back at Armstrong Stadium with fans in attendance. That will do it for today's show. As I said, keeping it a little shorter today. Hope you guys stuck around until the end. If you did, please go leave a rating and review on the show. And it really helps us out. We'll be back tomorrow to talk some more Iowa Bit of a miscommunication, so I'm not entirely sure we'll have somebody for the Hawkeyes on tomorrow. That will be the exception, not the rule this season. I always want to try to get somebody who is an expert on the other team on for these shows. So uh, we will get that sorted out, certainly heading into the season. Uh, Before we head out, be sure to head on over to the new Locked on Bets podcast, where they make betting on the Hoosiers and college football simpler for you guys. Hosted by your boy Q and Lee Sterling. You can get your daily picks, your blowout specials, your wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts. Appreciate you guys as always. I hope you have a great Wednesday and Elio.